Hello and welcome to the Catholic Duluth Show. The Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of St. Lawrence and Holy Family in Duluth, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Dana Rhoda, and with me I have Father Eli Gieske. How are you doing today, Father? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. Stayed up a little bit too late last night trying to figure out what was going to happen with the election, but still was the same in the morning. So Yeah, yeah. yeah so we're uh, recording this on uh, Wednesday, November 4th. So yesterday was election day, and uh, both of the, both our parishes were um, poll poll stations. That's right. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, that was uh, it was it was kind of crazy to see like haven't seen that many people <laughs> come through the church for like yeah the parking lot was full <laughs> eight months <laughs> early here at St Lawrence and then again in the evening it got full again but most of the day it was pretty empty. Yeah, yeah I was down at um, Holy Family for most of the morning and I was just I was like man there's a lot of cars here like, yeah yeah at like 9 a.m so or uh so yeah it was is you know I guess good to see people out and about and yeah participating that's good yeah, yeah. doing their their civic duty so uh I get but we'll we'll wait and see with what happens yeah. <laughs> I guess uh a lot of things are still in the air with all the mail-in ballots but um, but that's okay because no matter how the election turns out, what we're going to talk about today is having an eternal perspective. Nice. So key. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, you know, just be able to uh, kind of n- not that things going on in the world aren't important, but be able to kind of see past that in the bigger picture. So that's kind of going to be the topic for today. But b- before we get into that, um, I guess we can mention what's going on this week. Sure. Which, uh, not, not a ton not is a, going not on. Not a lot of unusual things. Yeah. yeah. So we have our third week next week for uh, Intro to Catholicism. We took a week off for the election. Uh, so our third night is next Tuesday. Um, religious Ed is continuing to happen. Um, we have a funeral at Holy Family this Friday. Um, but yeah, things are just kind of rolling along as, as they normally do in parish life. So Yeah. yeah. Great. Um, well, Father, would you open us with a prayer? Sure. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, we come before you today as we reflect on our eternal life, eternal existence. Um, we ask you to help our uh, conversation, help us to be able to delve into this mystery of um, yeah, just the greatness of, of how you call us to be, how you call us into this existence with you and and to understand uh, the eternal perspective rather than getting so focused on the here and now particularly right now for many of us perhaps uh, we're, we're looking at things and uh, whether it's regards to the election or the virus or different things we might feel like the world is in the balance and so um, just help us Lord to have that eternal perspective and and um, to trust in you above all things we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. So, I guess to um, maybe start us off and set the stage a little bit. Um, just the, the idea of having an eternal perspective, uh, how would you describe that? Yeah, yeah I think... When we talk about that as Catholics, um, we believe 
that our souls, our bodies, will be reunited to our bodies. Our souls are eternal. So we, when we begin uh, existence in our mother's womb, um, that's the beginning of our existence, and we will continue. Our, our, our souls will continue on after death, and then we'll be reunited with our body. Um, so it's, 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 I think it's having that mindset of, like, this life is not everything. Like, this is a very small portion, actually, of, of our total existence. And when you think of it that way, I think it helps us make decisions and choices and look at things differently than if this was all there is, you know. Um, if you th- if you think this life is all that there is, basically it's kind of like, I'm going to get whatever I can out of it, rather than like, this is the prelude or this is the uh, the setup for the rest of my existence. And so I, th- I think it just changes the way we, we should live and the way we should look at things and the way even we can deal with disappointments and even the way we deal with uh, things that bring us joy, especially if they're fading joys, you know. So I think it just to have that eternal perspective kind of balances out some of the things in this life that maybe otherwise begin to loom large when they really shouldn't. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was thinking about it a little bit because when you think of even just trying to like make change, and uh, I was like thinking about it kind of in terms of like the election and just kind of like policies and stuff like that. If you look at it just from the perspective of, well, th- this is all we have, so. Uh, we need to, you know, make these changes to make it better or something like that. It, it's kind of easy for me to be like, well, with an eternal pers- perspective, well, that stuff doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I just have to think of my, like, my relationship with God and mm-hmm. how that is going. But in reality, I think that the more that we, or in, in my in my kind of own experience, the more that I focus on having an eternal perspective, the more I actually care about what's going on in the world because... Right. There's a fact that like oh it's actually like everything matter like really matters everything and hinges on it, yeah. all those like all these people uh, they're all eternal souls mm-hmm. and like that was something I heard a talk once that a priest said like every person you come in contact with is an eternal soul and then like I think a couple of days later I was on a plane or I was in an airport waiting for my flight and there's so many people and and it kind of just hit me like every single one of these people has an soul, a soul that's going to last for eternity. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, like that got really weighty for you yeah, know, a couple yeah, of minutes there. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, like it's not that like having an, an internal sp- perspective makes the world less important. It makes it almost more like more important what's going on in it. Right, right. And, and in a sense, we have an obligation, especially those of us who have been raised in the Catholic faith or have come to the Catholic faith, um, we have an obligation to share this with other people. Like, if this truly, uh, what we believe is true, then we have a, a a great responsibility to share what we have with other people. Not that God can't work outside of the Catholic Church or that he doesn't. He, he certainly does. Um, but if we have this great treasure, it's very selfish of us to just hold on to it for ourselves and, and not share it. And, and who knows, God gave us the opportunity to have the experience we have of the faith and of the sacraments and everything, not just for ourselves, but that we could share it. So there is sort of a responsibility that's given to us 
um, who have been given this opportunity to know the Catholic faith. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I think kind of maybe going back a couple steps. First, just I kind of want to talk about just the concept of eternity and uh, how 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 should we as Christians like think about eternity and how uh, what, what's like a healthy way to uh, just think about that and maybe like pray through that and stuff like that because I I think like the concept of eternity like it can be kind of intimidating uh, I remember like I have memories of like just being like a kid in like high school and like laying in my bed at night and just being like what is it like what's eternity and just thinking about you know like forever and then just like getting very anxious yeah yeah that's <laughs> so, a long time to sit and sing to Jesus and sit yeah. all together in a big room yeah. just praising God like yeah we, I think sometimes when we think about it we might think oh I don't want to do that or that's boring or that's not, I don't know what I don't you know but the reality is we really don't have a lot of clue of what it's going to look like other than, you know, if we're in heaven, it's going to be good. If we're in hell, it's going to be real bad. So, I mean, it's, it's, that's motivation in one sense, but, um, you know, if we look at ourselves, we all desire to be loved. We all desire to be known and we desire to have fellowship and friendship. And the only place you're going to get that is in heaven, right? So, uh, what is eternity? It's it's like an eternal friendship. I, I always think of like, you know, Christmas or, you know, some celebration where you have like a family reunion where it's like, oh, this is great and I wish we had more time, but it comes to an end. Um, well, in heaven, it doesn't come to an end, right? So it continues on. And it can could maybe seem exhausting or whatever, but I, I think, think of like the best party that you've been to or the best experience you've had of communion with other people and like that's just a foretaste and those really that's in this life we get these little foretastes but we don't get the real thing uh, until we get to heaven so um yeah I, I, it's it is hard to imagine actually because it's it, it's beyond us yeah and i know that there's there's many practices um within the church and even like with outside of the church uh that really think about um I mean, I guess like eternity, but also death, because that's that that's a part of it, right? The mm. end of the our earthly earthly life is the beginning of the eternal life, and so, uh, like I know, I I think like stoicism and like there's some, some of those just like kind of more like philosophical practices mm-hmm. uh, that think a lot about death and not in like an unhealthy way, but just in a bit like a really human way. Yeah, and I there's. I was trying to find the story. I, th- I think it's like a wives' tale. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I've heard it a couple of different times, but so I don't know totally where this came from. But there is the story about. It was like a. It was like a Roman, uh, like general or something like that, and they were coming back from this big victory in a battle, and as they were coming back into, like Rome or I don't know maybe where, wherever it was he had like one of his servants like whisper in his ear like you are mortal and one day you're going to die mm. like like as he was like yes. experiencing this like very you know everyone's celebrating yeah. him so they used to do triumphs in rome so yeah. when they would have a triumph after a big victory they prayed through the streets yeah. and yep. this is the the situation you're talking about i can't remember who it was 
might have been like Scipio Africanus or somebody like that or one of the emperors. Who knows? But anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the idea was you're great right now. You're great in this moment, but you two will die. You know, like when when we are on the top of the food chain, as it were, it's not a bad thing for us to remember that, okay, like this is temporary. Yeah. Yeah. And that story's always kind of stuck with me because thinking like, yeah, like even uh, because that that one, I think, is very like a very humble position to take, especially in those like moments of you're like, yeah, I'm I'm on the top right now or Mm -hmm. I'm doing really good right now to Mm -hmm. think about your like your your death. Yeah. And uh, just having that story come out from like just like outside of the church, right. uh, is just really. Uh, I, I think it's. I think it's like really interesting. And then yeah. there's also. Uh, I I guess I don't know, totally where this comes from, but but the phrase like memento mori, which mm-hmm. remember means death. R- remember your death. Yeah. And I I, I was kind of looking at it. Uh, I don't know if it's really a Christian phrase or where it got, exactly it came out of. Yeah. But I don't know. That's a very kind of popular yeah. saying. And uh, I had a. I had a this one spiritual director for only a little bit because we we didn't totally click. But the one thing I re- kind of remember from him is he uh, he had a uh, like a skull on his desk, huh. and and he would was and, it real or was it fake? Uh, I I hope it was fake. <laughs> <laughs> but a I lot of the saints know. used to have that actually. Like there's pictures of Saint Augustine or Saint mm-hmm. Jerome or these kind of guys. Like, and that was the idea. Like you'd have a skull or a human uh, skull on your table or where you used to write or think or whatever. Because it's like a reminder, like, this will be you one day. Like, yeah. you will not escape this. And, you know, that's good. Uh, yeah. Some people would say, oh, that's morbid or that's, uh, what a downer. But um, I guess it balances us from, and it maybe even helps us to reflect, okay, the decisions that I make are important. The, this could be my last day or this could be my last year of existence or this could be, and a very important act that I do to make this decision or this decision. Um, all of these things play into our eternal life. And so uh, remember, Maury, remember death um, is not a, a bad principle to live by. Yeah. Uh, how do you, or, because there's definitely a difference between uh, thinking about your death in a healthy way and thinking about it in like a yeah. very depressing, like morbid way. Sure. Um, so there's, I mean, there's probably, probably like an obvious line there. And, uh, I guess if people are maybe cross into that and it's like something like, okay, well maybe like, I'm okay. I can think about, I don't have to like, I always think about, um, like my death and the the end times. It's a beautiful sunshine. Oh, but I'm going to die. It's not so beautiful anymore. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's true. There, There has to be a balance, right? So the whole point of remembering it is so that I act with this eternal perspective. Uh, the point of rem- remembering death or holding on to our mortality, I guess you might say, in, in this life, in our immortality in the next, is that we know we're going somewhere and we want to be headed in the right direction. We want to be cooperating with grace. We want to be cooperating with God's plan for us and not frustrating that plan. So uh, all of that to just say, to remember that this life is a step towards something. So what that something will be will depend on how we live. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that this, I mean, this kind of ties into the celebrations that we've had 
somewhat recently right. of All Saints and then All Souls Day. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminded me, that like, oh, like I probably don't pray for those in purgatory as much as I should. <laughs> and, you know, we were kind of talking about it last week. Uh, like, yeah, when I, like when I die, I want people to pray for my soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I think that was, that's, that's something too, when we have that sort of eternal mindset, yeah. it kind of helps us, uh, to, to, to also kind of look, look towards that yeah. and to be able to like, like pray, pray for like our, our souls at the time of death. And then also other souls that have gone on, uh, gone on before us rather mm-hmm. than just one day a year when we th- right. when the church tells us to do it right right yeah it's good uh for us to to pray for them and uh to ask for the grace to to remember them um you know so often at funerals people want to rush to like this person is in heaven this person is with god and uh, they're in a much better place and that might be true it might be true but it might not be true. And if we presume that, it kind of it does that person a disservice because then we don't pray for them or we don't pray for them in that way. We don't ask the, the Lord to to bring them to himself. We we just kind of let it go. And, um, you know, it's not, it's not a bad thing to say, we are going to pray for this person at the funeral mass or at, uh, at this memorial mass or at this mass for the mass intention that they will be purified, that will be ready to, to be with God. And that's not a bad thing. It's not, we're not doing that person any disservice by saying they might not be in heaven, like right now. They, they might be on the road to heaven, and so therefore we should pray for them. And so I think sometimes um, we're so, in our culture, we're so worried about, we don't want to talk about that, that that might be a reality, that this person needs to be purified. When you look at the writings of the saints, some of them are sort of severe, and others of them are more hopeful. But it, it seems pretty clear that um, most of us, when we die, aren't perfect yet. So, uh, you know, whether we whether we are given the extra graces that we need so that we can enter heaven right away, or we're going to need to be purified in in purgatory, is uh, unknown to us for sure. But um, if you look at our lives, most of us. Um, are not perfect when we die. So there has to be some kind of purification or something that happens between where we end and where we begin with eternal life with God because heaven, we have to be perfect. So um, it's it's a fascinating thing to, to ponder. And I don't think we should take it for granted, but I don't, also don't think we have to like worry. Uh, if you're a worry wart, don't, don't start to say, oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta be so worried about that. Like God wants our salvation it's just also the fact that to be with God forever in heaven, we need to be perfect um, so that we don't bring some disunity in or some disorder into heaven. So um, otherwise heaven would no longer be heaven. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, maybe bringing everything together, uh, during like this time right now with, just a lot of unrest and division mm-hmm. in the world and uh, with everything going with the, with the virus. It's, it's just, it's easy to uh, like just feel, feel down about that or uh, like to worry about that. And I, I like kind of how you said, like it's not something that we have to worry about, but we do have to be kind of mindful of it. Mm-hmm. 
And I think there is like a dynamic that it's kind of supposed to be freeing. Like it's not it's yeah. not supposed to hold you down. It's supposed exactly. to actually like let you free exactly. from from these worries. So that uh, so you can s- kind of see like okay this uh, this unrest in the country yes it's not great, <laughs> but uh, at the same time we weren't made for this world like this is a broken world and so to think that it's going to be perfect is also uh, that's like that's not realistic right mm-hmm. so to be able to kind of have the mindset that like the the only perfection that I'm going to actually experience in life will be at the end of life. You know, hopefully if we get into heaven, uh, we'll be able to experience that perfection. So everything that we experience uh, on the earth, not (laughs) maybe not to like dampen our expectations, but at the same time, like to not, I guess, expect perfection. Um, And and not just in a way like, oh, well, this isn't going to be that great, but I'll do it anyways or I'll go to it anyways. Hmm. Just um, because we try to find so much like fulfillment and happiness in the world. Right. And to kind of uh, be able to kind of understand, like, hey, like the only the only way that I'm going to experience is that experience that is if I, you know, enter enter through the gates. Right. So it kind of again kind of frees us from like all the chains of this world and all the all yeah. all the I guess the the lies and mm-hmm. injustice, whatever. Yeah. You know, all the pick your thing that you are dissatisfied with, and you know, it's at the end of the day. We don't have to be tied to that. All right. Well, that will be uh, it for today's podcast. Uh, We hope you all enjoyed it. And uh, thank you for listening. And we will see you again next week.